Hey, everybody. A little bit of a technical error right there, but welcome to the Cosmic Show. I am your host, the Cosmic Rotter. Um, please give me that like, comment, share, subscribe. We have a very spicy episode today. Don Lucre, right? That guy on Twitter. I don't know about y'all, but he kind of pisses me off. He's, I don't want to tell you why. He touches on these deep dives and these deep threads that we all kind of know about, right? So we're waiting for receipts to drop. And then he never drops the receipts. He keeps it PG-13. He keeps it really lame. And I know he's trying to stay on Twitter, but he's also being old without bringing out new receipts. So let's go back and take a look at some of the receipts that we have on Obama and his strange-ass legacy. They made us all out to be conspiracy theorists once Trump had rumors of running in 2012. Um, we are going to see that the birth certificate thing was covered by many mainstream outlets. Uh, there were press conferences going live all the time talking about it. He even busted out his birth certificate. What kind of president feels the need to bust out their birth certificate unless there's some real true merit to it all? Am I right? We are going to talk about all this. But here's this little short I put together today. I tried to lead this right after the uh, intro. Let's just watch it really quick. Here's a funny yeah. You know, my kids asked me, they said, you've got to ask the president, does anything scare him? You know, uh, well, when my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad, uh, I get worried. <laughs> There's a certain look that she can give me that uh, tells me. That's your survival instinct. Tell, tell me. But, you know, I don't have a lot of phobias. In the uh, wedding in New York yesterday, is this like a, is this like a new uh, cottage uh, career move I for you? I am so excited. Okay. I should do very well because I don't show. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know Michelle is a trans. Uh, I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. It's okay. How would she say that? Why did Joan Rivers say that before she passed away? And so brazen about it. Isn't that hilarious? That was one that that's like based moments in hip hop history. If we keep pretending that Barack Obama is actually black and cares about black people, I guess that's a based moment in hip hop history. Oh, so crazy. John R says they murdered the best comedian ever because she was fucking right. And here's Thousand Man. Uh, we got Kane and Stingus. He calls me Dark Ian. I, I like that because. Really, Ian's a bitch, and he needs somebody to really. Um, he needs to cut that hair, and he needs to get away from Dim Fool. We all know that. And John Arch at the very beginning said Obama is deserving of an Oscar for his acting skills, at least. Yes. Um, all right, let's get to some more current stories, shall we? That's a fun one. We all got to admit that's a fun one. Um, we are going to take a look at some of the Epstein news that broke, right? I don't think people understood the depth of what happened with the, uh, the latest uh, Epstein information that was divulged, but it showed a direct link between the Obama White House and Jeffrey Epstein. They met several times with that one lady, Catherine something, you know. Um, we are going to go to BitChutes and People's News TV, and they straight up call this video. Let me... Uh, Exit the full screen on it. I'm going to present it to you really quick. Make sure the audio is shared so we can have a successful show. What a concept. Let's see. 
BitChute and Rumbles, we got to go to find the good stuff on this. This this video is called Barack Obama's Connection to Pizza Fence Exposed in New Epstein Docs by the People's Voice. And let me know if you guys can hear this right away, okay? We don't want y'all to miss miss any of this. Secret relationship with the notorious pedophile Jeffrey Epstein has been exposed by a bombshell release of a trove of new documents. And mainstream media, including Fox News, have been covering for the former president for years. The new trove of documents that reveal the circle of elite. Oh, no, not Tom Hanks. Associating with Epstein years after he was a convicted. Are you kidding me? Pedophile. Let's go ahead and take a quick look at something on YouTube before we go further on this video. This just reminded me. This just reminded me. You remember Chrissy Teigen and John Legend's creepy, um, creepy comments? Back to I don't know. It was like Entertainment Tonight or Entertainment Newsweek. I don't know what the fuck those people listen to. When I when I say those people, I mean women. I don't know what y'all watch or pay attention to, or I don't even know why you guys like John Legend and Chrissy Teigen. Apparently, I have to freaking log into my emails. Oh my god. Sorry, guys. This is so annoying. I had to reboot my computer because my microphone is being weird. John Arch says, Tom Hanks says the Coomers blue ribbon of bravery. And why is he doing Pinocchio movies? He can't get enough Pinocchio. I swear. I think there's multiple Pinocchio movies involved with him. Let me go ahead and uh, present this again just to make sure. This is going to be a longer episode, probably about the two-hour mark. We'll see what happens. But we don't want to forget, eight years ago, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen answered an embarrassing question on the public place. They did it. Just pick, pick it out, read it, and answer. Public place, you did it. Is this the best or the worst? <laughs> what do you do? The best. Okay, the best. Um, Look at that probably the Obama. Sorry, <laughs> right, I spoke right over it. I just don't want to get um copyright stricken. What do you do? The best. Okay, the best. Um, probably the Obama thing. <laughs> Look at his face, John. He's like that shit is not funny. Tom Hanks was there. None of this shit is funny. Seth Green saw me do this. What's the, oh God. Oh God. Oh God is right. What? What? Kanye fired me just now. Look at him sweat. Look at him sweating right there. What is, what is your wife talking about? I don't know. We heard Kanye in there. That is a concerned man. He's a hundred percent more concerned than Will Smith was. You know what I'm saying? Did you get back in? Was, what happened? We're not going to discuss that. We're not going to discuss it? We're not. We're Why? not. Like, that, that's not a happy person. There's nothing funny about that laugh, right? Look at the body language. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Secret Service. Uh, Come here. Jump back in. Hi. Look at John. And look at the people in the back. <laughs> There's Questlove, I think. But look, if you look at the lady just over his shoulder, she knows what's going on, too. Look at her. Look at her face right there. You see it? <laughs> like, oh my God. Look at Questlove's even like, oh shit. This bitch is wilded. Hi. Look at John. Look at. I don't. Hi. <laughs> We're not talking about it. That's the truth. That is an awesome yeah. answer. Not <laughs> the White House. Not the, it, was not it, was, the- it wasn't at the White House, people. 
There's no Epstein's involved. Nothing. I'm not out the White House. 100% not out the White House. He was not elected yet. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're moving Uh, on. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's very bad. And just so you know that they face flack over here, let's just watch a quick few seconds from the Today Show. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend fired back. Teagan and Legend were involved in a bizarre Twitter battle over the holiday weekend. The celebrity couple even threatening to take legal action over what was said about them on social media. The Twitter fight pitted supermodel Teagan against Liz Crokin, a self-described journalist who supports President Trump. It's centered around Pizzagate, the debunked internet conspiracy theory that a Washington, D.C. pizza restaurant was involved in a child sex ring tied to Democrats. In a tweet that has since been deleted, Crokin posted photos of Teagan's one-year-old Luna oh, writing, no. Chrissy Teagan's daughter dressed as a hot dog, Alice what? in Wonderland in a pineapple, but note pizza emoji. Okay, we are going to go back to Bishu. That was too much. I've already showed too much. Oh, Yuzi, we are talking about this, bro. We are talking about all that. Not only that, three gay men that knew Obama died within a year. And they were most likely linked to uh, Trinity Church, the Jeremiah Wright Church. Oof. I got scared for a second there, people. That was a that was a bad one. All right, let's go back to the uh the bit shoot. Is much wider than previously thought. The documents also prove that former President Barack Obama lied to the American people about his relationship with Epstein. A number of Obama's high-level staff continued regularly meeting with Epstein years after he was convicted of pedophilia, according to the release of documents which include, for the first time, Epstein's personal calendar. Before we dive in, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and join the People's Voice All Locals right. community. People's the link Voice. is below this video pretty for based. exclusive and uncensored content. In 2014, current CIA Director William Burns had three meetings with Jeffrey Epstein when he was Obama's Deputy Secretary of State, a full eight years after Epstein. Epstein had been convicted of child sex crimes, according to a Wall Street Journal report. Burns and Epstein first met in Washington prior to Burns visiting Epstein at his Manhattan townhouse, according to a trove of leaked documents that include Epstein's schedules, which were not contained in Epstein's little black book of contacts or flight logs. In 2014, there was simply no excuse for meeting multiple times with the convicted paedophile. But it gets even worse. Obama's personal White House attorney, Catherine Remler, also had dozens of secret meetings with Epstein, none of which were disclosed at the time or explained by the Obama White House. Why did Obama's attorney need to meet with a notorious pedophile dozens of times? And why was... He needed some $65,000 hot dogs, my friend. He needed a good source for some legit kosher... Chili dogs. All of this are high-level secrets. So they call them Remember Mexican when ones. Obama said he was going to run the most transparent White House in U.S. history? Ha! It turns out that was just a diversion from the lying tongue of America's biggest fraud. There is a reason other VIP elites have been questioned regarding their Epstein links. Even Bill Gates has been dragged over the coals. After this quick break, watching. we will expose hey, exactly waifu. why there hasn't been a peep about Obama. But first, I'm glad I didn't run y'all off, you and thousand men. The globalist elite admit that they want to bankrupt us, and now they're making their move. There were three bank runs last month, including the second and third largest bank runs in history. The Biden administration is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. And guess what that means? More money printing, more inflation, and more dollar devaluation. And the Fed will continue to raise interest right, rates, even stuff. if they tank the economy. The only ones who aren't afraid are those who invested in gold. Oh my with God, another ad. Control. It's a smart move, trust me. 
Visit the link below this video to secure your wealth. The mainstream media are under orders from the deep states not to question anything about Barack Obama's extremely shady backstory. They are also under orders not to ask any obvious questions. Dude, I think, in my opinion, the most interesting video I feel like I have today is the Judge Joe Brown clip that got him axed from the internet. But he just was like, his dad was a CIA asset, and they're all related to the Bushes. And I don't know why people don't know his stepfather was an Indonesian death squad leader. That's my Joe. That's my uh, Joe Brown impression. I love Judge Joe Brown. He was awesome. About his personal life, including his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. This is called state censorship, but we shouldn't be surprised. Obama has been protected by the alphabet agencies and deep state long before he was elected president. The fact is he was selected, not elected, and everything about him and his life is a lie. Graduates from Obama- Everything's a lie about this man. Just perfectly executed. This is the one time the CIA had something they're like, yeah, they're like the Lusitania. We stumped that one up. Um, <laughs> what else? Gulf of Tonkin. Shit, that was a screw up. Couldn't pull that one off. Libya. Oh, we almost got the gold. Almost. And then Afghanistan, of course. What has not been said about Afghanistan has not been said about Chernobyl. That shit's been bombed and depleted for a long time. I think Judge Joe Brown is still alive. Anyway, Lusitania was probably not a CIA creation, but it was definitely precursor. Let's not pretend. Thomas Columbia University class admit that they have no memory of him at all. This is strange considering that Obama was supposedly a star student and the top of his class. Supposedly. Then there is his marriage to Michelle, or Michael as Obama continually slips up and calls her. <laughs> well, they went into it. They called it. They called it. Is it Michelle or is it Michael? Okay. Is it Michael Robinson or Michelle? This story is going to break in the next year or two. I swear to God. And I, I kind of fear. Here's my whole um, hypothesis. I don't know what you're talking about. I've already been down those rabbit holes, bro. Um, sorry, just talking shit to Canis. My prediction here, I'm not even joking. I think this is legitimately going to happen. I think Michelle, a.k.a. Michael Obama, at some point in time is going to become the nation's first transgender president. And she's going to admit it on the campaign trail right before the election actually happens. It's going to come out and they're going to pretend like we knew it the whole time. They're going to Mandela affect us. They're going to pull it off just like the Berenstain Bears bullshit and everything else that they told us that is along that ilk. They are going to pull that on you. If you don't think that's going to happen, I don't know what kind of world or matrix you're living in. That's going to happen. That's the move. What's up, Alexa? I do think that's what's going to happen, 100%. Who else the is going to be the first? of the finest military in the world. Most of all, Admiral Mullen, Deborah, Michael and I, Michael, Michael. and I, Michael and I. Is that anything scary? You know, uh, well, when my, my, my when uh, Michelle's mad, when my, my, uh, my when uh, Michelle's mad, when my, my, when my, my, even Obama's own family admits that Michelle is actually a man. According to Malik Obama, <laughs> I love Michelle Malik Obama. is actually a man. And she has political ambitions that he is determined to blow up by revealing the truth about her. 
Malik's claims are supported by official government documents. Former First Lady Michelle Obama was registered to vote as a man from 1994 until 2008. What? According. Registered to vote as a man. Oh, there it is. Holy shit. I've never seen this part. So official documents obtained from the Illinois State Board of Elections. The official documents also reveal that Obama officially changed her sex from female in 2008, the same year her husband was running for the presidency. <laughs> we made a whole video about these damning records, which were obtained by a Freedom of Information Act request. At this point, we have to ask, is there anything... Um, I just want to take this moment to say I am not suicidal. I have no intentions of self-harm. I even went on a date last night, okay? I'm not going to try to kill myself, all right? This isn't... It's not going to happen, so... If if something comes up, you know, you know who did it. Hillary out there is sneaking in that cacti. That's what's happening. Like a coyote in the in the mist. Real about America's first black president. Or are Barack and Michelle Obama's biggest con jobs in history? According to Larry Sinclair, who knew Obama Larry back Sinclair. when he was an Illinois state senator, there are plenty of skeletons in Obama's closet. I mentioned I could use a line or two to wake up. Senator Obama asked me if I was referring to Coke, and I stated I was. He's like, hell yeah. After stating yeah, it was, Obama stated he could purchase cocaine for me and then made a telephone call. This too was significant from a cell phone to a presently unknown individual during which Senator Obama arranged the cocaine purchase. Senator Obama and I then departed the bar in my limousine and proceeded to an unknown location where Senator Obama exited the limousine with $250, which was provided to him by me. Returned a short while later with a lot an of eight coke. ball of cocaine, which he oh. gave to me. I did ingest a couple of lines of cocaine, and shortly thereafter, Senator Obama produced a glass cylinder pipe and packet of crack cocaine from his pocket. Crack! Obama then smoked the crack cocaine. I performed fellatio on Senator Obama in the limousine during the time Senator Obama was smoking crack oh, cocaine. Oh, no. He has a book out, too, about this. After which I had the driver take me to my hotel, the Comfort Suites, Gurney, Illinois. Larry Sinclair said that the only reason he came forward was because the rest of the people in Obama's close-knit social group from that period all died under suspicious circumstances. That's right. We are going to talk about this more in depth, but one other thing about Larry Sinclair is he was sued for defamation about this and won. He did not have to pay a dime of a $750,000 lawsuit meant to silence him. So his book got published. He's allowed to talk about this 100%. And the judge ruled against parties like this twice saying that they had enough evidence to have this opinion. It's a cr it's crazy. It is crazy. Obama was a member of Jeremiah Wright's Trinity Church for 20 years. Wright was briefly the subject of controversy oh, in 2008. I'm so glad they're when talking ABC about this. When ABC News revealed his anti-American sermons included so instructions for black Americans to stop singing God Bless America and start singing God Damn America. ABC was told to was stop investigating. Demon. But independent outlets spoke to several well-placed sources within Chicago's gay community, as well as veteran political sources in the city, who reported that Wright was running what they called a down-low club, essentially a matchmaking service DLC. for gay married black professional members of the church. Three homosexual members of Obama's Trinity Church conveniently died within six weeks of each other when Obama was running for president. Larry Bland was murdered execution-style on November 17, 2007. Murdered? You don't say. No way. Not suicided, huh? Just murdered. 
Nate Spencer reportedly died of various exotic illnesses, including HIV. And Young was murdered execution style on December the 24th, 2007. Young's mother spoke out about her suspicions that her son was murdered to protect Obama's reputation and assure his political future as the president. But she was quickly silenced by the establishment. Democrats in the mainstream yeah, media also worked overtime on damage after Obama was exposed ordering items on the FBI's list of pedophile code words. WikiLeaks emails also revealed that Obama spent a fortune ordering so-called hot dogs to the White House for a private party during his presidency. I think Obama spent about $65,000 of the taxpayers' money flying in pizza dogs from Chicago for a private party at the White House not long ago, assume we are using the same channels. Stratfor employee Fred Burton wrote in an email posted to WikiLeaks' The Global John. Intelligence Files, which is very strange considering outside food is not allowed to be brought into the White House. I want to read this, um, this comment from John. It's funny how they try to say whites commit suicide in these investigations, but blacks are murdered. Right? They could just hire some scrub off the street for like 500 bucks and an eight ball to go murk some dude they don't know, right? Who's already seedy and into the drug scene. He could be the drug dealers, right? Like people went down for these murders that were not Obama related, but you're right. It's a lot cheaper to grease a DC crackhead hitman on the street than, you know, somebody in Arkansas, right? And there's that cop in OKC, 100%. That's true. That was a bit of a different story. That was a little bit too obvious, though. They fucked up on that one. By the way, I'm kind of, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I'm kind of low key. I mean, shout out Tower Gang and um, Jose from there. He's getting a lot of like top notch credit for OKC and Kenneth Trinidu and Terrence Yankee, but. I'm going to go ahead and say it because I did the same exact thing. He grifted off of James Corbett and I did too. And other people from we are change Oklahoma. You've seen the videos. I've shared the same stuff. I talked about the same things, but he's getting like these weird, like internet podcast push. I think that's a little suspect. Um, I'm just saying James Corbett deserves those fucking awards. So I think that's a little bit weird. Uh, sorry, tower gang Jose, if you're watching this, but we know that story. All right. Like, I don't know. You didn't really break new ground. And I hate to be a hater. I have to say that, though. When visiting chefs cook there, they can't bring in pre-prepared sauces, as all ingredients must be obtained from the kitchen staff through secret and secure sources. So why was Obama personally ordering so many hot dogs and pizzas? And why so much? They're delicious. According to the FBI, pizza the real is ones code are. word for young girls. And hot dogs. Oh, really no. Cool. If the mainstream media won't do their job and report on real news, then somebody has to do it. Here at the People's Voice, we are determined to continue exposing the crimes of the elite and report on the real news that the mainstream media is suppressing. But we need your help. Subscribe to. All right. That's the end of that video. What do you guys think? Am I convincing anybody or am I preaching to the choir for the most part? If something's new to you guys, uh, please let me know. I'm definitely interested in that to talk about that. A user says, we need to swing to the right like in Chile. The Pinochet party is back, baby. Um, yeah, it's a little bit dark, but I, I we are breeding a new Weimar kind of sentiment here in the United States. It, it's really terrible. If you want to even go back further, it's Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Every time certain technological societies progress to a certain point, they get a little bit too comfortable to just start abusing strangers and children. That's kind of uh, how it goes, I think. I don't think it's just necessarily 
unique to um, our time. None of this is unique. It's like strangers and children are the first people to be abused. All right, let's go ahead. Oh, wait, user said I, uh, he never saw the voter registration. Yeah, that was mind-boggling to me. I haven't seen that either. We've got seven people watching the chat. Please uh, comment down below. Kenny said, hadn't seen the Big Mike official paperwork before. Where'd that come from? That was the voter registration logs that they uncovered. That That's public record. And the People's Voice uh, pulled that up on BitChute. Pretty good stuff. Let's see. What's my next segment now? <laughs> There's so much, uh, so much to get to on this story. That's a hundred percent. I think it's, I think it's time for the Judge Joe Brown video. I think you guys are probably dying for that. Let's see. We go to my Obama bookmarks on my Twitter. Oh, here we go. This is from Dom Lucre. Um, how do we get here? Ask Barry Sotero. Obama had to submit his personal information under oath when being sworn in as an attorney in the state of Illinois. In his registration, he's the name Barry Sotero. Judge Joe Brown was canceled after this, three minutes long. And the last one, number 44, and the one before that, 43, Bush and Obama. Well, there are pictures of Bush with his arm around uh, eight-year-old Barack Obama because his stepdaddy, adopted daddy, Lolo Sotoro. This is the guy, Lolo Sotoro had done a lifetime worth of business with the Bushes. Uh, wow. Uncle George Herbert Walker, after whom George Herbert Walker Bush, Bush one president, was named, founded Halliburton in 1946 in Oklahoma. What? And Lolo Sotoro had been international executive vice president for Standard Oil. There, there was talk of him. How does an Indonesian get named international vice president for Standard Oil? Isn't that Rockefeller shit? Tell me if I'm wrong. That's not the Rockefellers, but that's, um, whoa, they handpicked that dude. Or what they used to do was find somebody in a foreign land and just take them to America right away and board education them. The British did this with their intelligence. They, they started this kind of idea of grooming spies a long, long time ago under feudalism. But this is not a... It shouldn't be a surprise. Being a CIA asset. Well, yeah. Indonesia. See, he ran mm -hmm. the death squads for the Indonesian army on mm -hmm. his own call. Suharto. Anyone could be assassinated. So when George Herbert Walker Bush became head of the CIA under the Ford administration, he just got with his old buddy in the oil business, Lolo Sotoro, and pulled off the hits. See, uh, Barack's grandmother has been acknowledged as being the woman that operated the channels through which CIA money went to the Southwest Pacific. So she introduced her daughter who had just had Barry Barack to Lolo Sotoro and they got married and Lolo Sotoro adopted Barack Obama. The name was changed <laughs> to Barry Sotoro. Mm -hmm. Now when he went to high school in Hawaii, I know about that high school. I almost sent my oldest son to it. I could afford it, but I didn't think he observed, deserved it. 20 years ago, the tuition was $95,000 a year, not including room and board. Oh my when God. Obama went there, I've talked to two of his classmates. They independently state that the tuition, not including room and board, was 45000 Now, Business Insider reports his income for 2017 at over $200 million net. 
That's after taxes, deductions, write-offs. Mm-hmm. For this last year, 2018, they reported it as $570 plus million. And that's after all deductions, tax right. Trump doesn't make that net. <laughs> I mean, even some of the richest people in America don't make that. Why? Because when his stepdaddy died, he was one of the 10, 15 richest men on earth. And he left everything in a trust fund operated out of Indonesia. Oh, so the American what? government can't touch it. That makes Barack Obama one third beneficiary for the ass. All right, you guys got to give it up. You got to give me a like comment, share, subscribe. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to take a one minute break because it helps me get these tiny little ads on Buzzsprout. But you should also follow this podcast on Buzzsprout, the cosmic show at buzzsprout.com. You also see it on Spotify, Apple Podcast Index.org is what I personally would vouch for you to do. Or go to buzzsprout.com and look at the subscription feature. You get a personalized shout out in each episode if you subscribe to the audio only. And if I see people start to subscribe, even one or two, I'll do additional content. So keep that in mind. One minute break, okay? All right, we are back. We are live, people. Let's finish up the last 20 seconds of this. I said to one of the 10, 15 richest men on earth. See, wow. so we got a game run on us. So, you know, that little thing that Bush W. does when he gets with Michelle, they giggle and he gives a candy. The inside thing, is that supposed to be the same kind of candy he used to give to her husband when he was six, seven, eight years old? <laughs> Judge Joe Brown's hilarious. I like that guy. Let's go ahead and read a little bit, right? Let's read about the CIA-Obama connection, right? Uh, We have an article right here from Bill Bloom, written July 5th, 2012. Let's get into this. Barack Obama, his mother, and the CIA. In his autobiography, Dreams from My Father, Barack Obama Rights of or dreams for my fathers, by the way, that's a psyop in of itself. Barack Obama writes of taking a job at some point after graduating from Columbia University in 1983. He describes his employer as a, quote, consulting house to multinational corporations, unquote, in New York City, and his functions as a research assistant and financial writer. Oddly, Obama doesn't mention the name of his employer. However, a New York Times story of October 30th, 2007, identifies the company as Business International Corporation. 
Equally odd is that the Times did not remind its leaders that the newspaper itself had disclosed. In 1977, that Business International had provided cover for four CIA employees of various countries between 1955 and 1960. The British journal Lobster, which, despite its incongruous name, is a venerable international publication on intelligence matters, has reported that Business International was active in the 1980s, promoting the candidacy of Washington-favored candidates in Australia and Fiji. In 1987, the CIA overthrew the Fiji government after but one month in office because of its policy of maintaining the island as a nuclear-free zone meaning that American nuclear-powered or nuclear weapons-carrying ships could not make port calls. After the Fiji coup, the candidate supported by Business International, who is much more amenable to Washington's nuclear desires, was reinstated to power. RSK Mara was prime minister or president of Fiji from 1970 to 2000, except for the one-month break in 1987. In his book, not only doesn't Obama mention his employer's name, he fails to say exactly when he worked there or why he left the job. There may well be no significance to these omissions, but inasmuch as Business International is a long association with the world of intelligence, covert actions that attempts to penetrate the radical left, including students for a democratic society, it's reasonable to wonder if the inscrutable Mr. Obama is concealing something about his own association with this world. Adding to the wonder is the fact that his mother, Anne Dunham, had been associated during the 1970s and 80s as employee, consult, consultant, grantee, or student with at least five organizations with intimate CIA connections during the Cold War, the Ford Foundation, the Agency for International Development, the Asia Foundation, Development Alternatives Incorporated, and the East-West Center of Hawaii. Much of this time, she worked as an anthropologist in Indonesia and Hawaii, being a good position to gather intelligence about local communities. As one example of the CIA connections of these organizations, considered the disclosure by John Gilligan, director of AID during the Carter administration, 77 to 81, quote, at one time, many AID field offices were infiltrated from top to bottom with CIA people. The idea was to plant operatives in every kind of activity we had, overseas, government, volunteer, religious, every kind, unquote. And Development Alternatives Incorporation his organization for whom Alan Gross was working went arrested in Cuba and charged with being part of the ongoing American operation to destabilize the Cuban government. What do you think about that article, huh? Mr. Hominoid is in the chat. I don't acknowledge his burner accounts. That's what uh, that's what that it's about. Cosmic doesn't see me. He's blind. We want Cosmic. We want Cosby. Yeah, Hominoid. Quit having so many accounts. Hamlet says he remembers the Fiji affair here in Australia. <laughs> Hamlet has his most accurate comment yet. Train rides Obama based Hominoid. And John Arch says the CIA is a fucking tumor. I know my grandfather helped start it. Isn't that insane? What a maniac and a psychopath. All right. We got to get into the next uh, connection with Barack Obama. I think this is going to be about his real father, his real alleged black father. Some people have called him Frank Marshall Davis, but there's Barack Obama Sr. in Africa, linked to Kenya. And this article is pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. Let's get to it, people. 
Thank you guys for chiming in. Five viewers this whole time, all the way through, is pretty good. I, I like that. Here we go. From Gerald Horn, posted February 10th, 2022. So this is MR Online. And this looked to be, looked, it seemed like a pretty good article. Let's read it. Barack Obama's father identified as CIA asset and U.S. drive to, quote, recolonize Africa during early days of the Cold War. That's the headline. Over the last decade, the U.S. has been quietly expanding its covert intelligence empire in Africa as part of a growing geopolitical rivalry with China. A new book published by Susan Williams entitled White Malice, The CIA and the Covert Recolonization of Africa, reminds us that the likely consequences will be disastrous. She focuses mainly on the ties between Ghana and the Congo, roughly between 1957 and the coup in Accra in 1966, the close relationship between early paramount leaders Kwame Nkrumah and the assassinated Patrice Lumumba. However, she manages to cover other hotspots as well. The deep CIA penetration of Africa was evident in the agency's apparent recruitment of Barack Obama Sr., a protege of Tom Mboya, an anti-communist pro-capitalist Luo, from Kenya, who had served as an African representative of the International Confederation of Free Trade Unions, the ICTFU, which received covert CIA funding through the AFL-CIO. Oh, wow, that's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. The, I'll, I'll continue. The U.S. was continuing or was trying to groom Aboya as a replacement for Kenya's first prime minister, Jomo Kenyatta, who was perceived as more left-wing. Williams notes that the CIA specialized in assassination, overthrowing elected governments, sowing conflict between political groups of bribing politicians, trade unionists, and national representatives of the UN, all clandestine and coercive strategies that were applied in Africa, other strategies to perform soft power initiatives, the secret sponsorship and infiltration of educational facilities, artistic endeavors, literature, and Africa-focused organizations. Covert action of any sort, said Frank Church, the Idaho Democrat who chaired the Senate Select Committee investigations to the abuses of CIA, was nothing more than a, quote, semantic disguise for murder, coercion, blackmail, bribery, the spreading of lies, and worse. Still, despite the revelations emerging from this senatorial investigation, the author reprimands the, quote, narrow focus, unquote, of this body, which, quote, largely neglected CIA operations elsewhere in Africa, beyond Congo. This body's findings were also weakened by its reliance on the testimony of CIA officials. The industrious author mines archives in Austria, Belgium, Ghana, the Netherlands, Portugal, South Africa, Britain, the United Nations, and of course the U.S. I'll strip the 1970s congressional investigation. Let me see. This is kind of just more and more history of it. I want to see some more direct ties to this guy, Barack Obama Sr. I'm scrolling through the article really quick. They really went in on this one. They even talk about MK Ultra right here. Uh, yeah, everybody, I'm going to link this. I'm going to link this article or at least uh, post the text in the comments so you can see this for yourself. But I think it's time to have some fun, shall we? Let's get back into the birther controversy. The best, um, the best, <laughs> the best hits from Barack Obama and Donald Trump on the on the birth certificate. It, it's crazy how much Barack had to address this. And it's also so funny to go back and look at Trump in 2012, talk about this stuff. So uh, we're going to have some more fun for a while. And then we'll talk about his, the. Uh, I have to say the 
gay murders, right? The true crime aspect of this, how three men were most likely killed by somebody Barack Obama knew in a time span of 12 months. And it's going to be undeniable by the time we get through this stream. So let's get to the next video. All right. The beer I'm having today, let's shout out a beer. This is from Abita Springs, Louisiana. It's uh, Abita Brewing Company. It's a bubblegum juicy IPA. They're kind of like a mid-sized brewery that has a decent range. They're picked up by a lot of um, alcohol carriers out here. And it does have like a bubblegum note at the end of it. Kind of like a wheat taste, but it's not wheat. I think it's actually like bubblegum. The hops are good. The, the bubble gum has something to be desired. I give it like a 3.4 out of five stars. Not great, like solid, but probably won't buy again. That's what a 3.4 means. Like, I don't hate it. I'm going to drink some, but eh, not my kind of IPA. Too sweet. Too sweet, and I want to know what that uh, bubble gum taste is all right here we go pbs news hour <laughs> state-sponsored media uh president obama provides his birth certificate to the public or the press this is gonna be funny like comment share now uh, let me just comment first of all on the fact that the man uh, defend himself I can't get the networks to break in on all kinds of other discussions. This was funnier. I was back there listening to Chuck. He was saying, it's amazing that he's not going to be talking about national security. I it's mid. I would not mid, have the networks breaking in if I was talking about that, Chuck, and you know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, as many of you have been briefed, uh, we provided additional... Dude, I've actually... I'm not going to lie. I believe in my past I've had a beer brewed with a uh, yeast from a brewer's beard. Like he literally picked hairs off of his beard and had a person at the brewery who specialized in that culture, the yeast off of it and made a beer off of it. <laughs> they do wild shit in Portland. Oh my God. I did have that before. It was good. <laughs> it was weird, but it was good information about uh, the site of my birth. Now, this issue has been going on for two, two and a half years now. I think it started during the campaign. And I have to say that over the last two and a half years, I have watched with uh, amusement. I've been puzzled at the degree to which this thing just kept on uh, We've had every official oh, in great. Hawaii, Democrat and Republican. Uh-oh, I'm seeing the signal have a have a problem for a segment. second. <laughs> Let's see if it's uh I'll wait for it to come back. All right, here we go. Every news outlet that has investigated this. Somebody has done that, that, user. Yes, in fact, I was born in 100%. Hawaii, August 4th, 1961 in Kapiolani Hospital. We've posted the uh, certification that is given by the state of Hawaii 
By the way, that is not a birth certificate. That is a certification of live birth, which in no way, shape, or form is the same as the birth certificates we get on the Constantinople 48. That's just a fact. It's not the same. They were they used to report it via like Morse code and radio and shit back in the day. The details on the internet for everybody to see. People have provided affidavits that they in fact have seen this birth certificate. And yet this thing just keeps on going. Uh, now, normally uh, I would not comment on something like this because obviously <laughs> there's a lot of stuff swirling in the press at any given day. And, and it's all funny, bro. You know, I've got other things to do. Man, it's so cool we could talk about this now. I remember being younger and just assuming this is all complete bullshit. And I was a bleeding heart liberal, guys, until 2016. When I saw people's faces melt, like I voted for, oh man, my chat is going to roast me super fucking hardcore. In 2016, I kind of just like voted for Hillary, right? And I also was super liberal in college and after just mindlessly voted liberal for a long time. And <laughs> I did take great pleasure, though, in watching others for the first time have their candidate lose when Trump won. I was like, this is kind of interesting. This is magical. This is way better. Like, I can't believe they're all so mad that this could happen because nobody liked Hillary, right? She's a disgusting person, but let's just say they've had a transformation since then. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, dude, I know, I know, really bad. I didn't really get into the Epstein thing till right after. That's when it really hit. Two weeks away. Yeah, I've got the guys. Republican. A house had put forward a budget that will have huge consequences potentially to the country. And when I gave a speech about transcosmic my user and how I felt that we needed to invest it's in funny. education and infrastructure and making sure that we had a strong safety net for our seniors, even as we were closing the deficit, during that entire week, the dominant news story wasn't about these huge monumental choices that we're going to have to make as a nation. It was about my birth certificate. And that was true on most of the news outlets that were represented here. And so I just want to make a, a larger point here. Come on, Brock. Some enormous challenges out there. Oh, here we go. He's going to change There's the a subject. Lot of folks out there who are still looking for work. Everybody is still suffering under high gas prices. We're going to have to make a series of very difficult decisions about how we invest in our future, but also get a hold of our deficit and our debt. How do we do that in a balanced way? And this is going to generate huge and serious debates, <laughs> important debates. And there are going to be some fierce disagreements. Nothing that's burgers. Good. That's how democracy is supposed to work. And I'm confident that the American people and America's political leaders can come together in a bipartisan way and solve these problems we always have. But we're not going to be able to do it if we are distracted. Well, we're not going to be able to do it if we spend time vilifying each other. We're not going to be able to do it if... We just make stuff up 
and pretend that facts are not facts. We're not making none of this up, bro. We're not going to be able to solve our problems if we get distracted by sideshows and carnival barkers. We live in a serious time right now, and we have the potential to deal with the issues that we confront in a way that will make our kids and our grandkids and our great-grandkids proud. And I have every confidence that uh, America in the 21st century is going to be able to come out on top just like we always have. But we're going to have to get serious to do it. Now, I know that uh, there's going to be a segment of people for which no matter what we put out, uh, this issue will not be put to rest. But I'm speaking to the vast majority of the American people, uh, as well as to the press. Still going. Nothing. Did direct. He we didn't address any of the claims. For this kind of silliness. We got better stuff to do. Was your birth certificate? I've got better stuff to do. Flash. He's going to flash it. We've got something. big problems to solve, and I'm confident we can solve them. But we're going to have to focus on them. Not on this. No, it's Thanks not on video. Much. No video. We never. What the fuck? They've had that video up for 12 years. 12 years. All right. Let's get to the greatest president of our lifetime really quick. All right. Let's see what Trump had to say on the subject. This guy. <laughs> this guy never could stop talking about it. God bless his heart. <laughs> Just kidding. But he might be it's our only hope. Politicians actually admit. Again. Hold on. It's coming. It mistakes. You've admitted you made mistakes in the past. I have. Well, you and I talked about President Obama and the whole birth certificate thing. I, I didn't say it was a mistake. I just said I don't I, want to I'm, talk No, about I'm it. asking you now, do you accept that President Obama was born in the United States, no, is not know. Muslim? I, I really don't know. I mean, don't I, know. I, don't know. I don't know why he wouldn't release his records. But, you know, honestly, I don't want to get into it. He came up with this thing of a sudden miraculous. Remember this one thing. I'm only going to get one thing because I'm about jobs, the economy, and I'm about the military and taking care you of our still don't know. No, no, let me just say something. Do you know that Hillary Clinton was a Bertha? She wanted those <laughs> records and fought like she that. She did. Do you know that John McCain was a Bertha? One of those yes. records? They couldn't get the records. Hillary. All right, you guys, go grab a beer really quick, okay? Um, I'll be right back. Another one minute break. We're back. Let's finish this up. He's like, yeah, Hillary and John McCain were birthers. Don't just call me out on it because his campaigns got ugly. John McCain failed. Trump was able to get him to give something. I don't know what the hell it was, but it doesn't matter because I'm off that subject. I'm about jobs. I'm about the military. I'm about doing the right thing for this country. I want to make our country great again. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. That's a good little hot take. Don't worry, we got more. Trump defends years of Obama birther rumors. PBS News Hour. I think this is from the debate with Hillary Clinton. Let's check this out. I, I will let you respond. It's important, but I just want to get the answer here. The birth certificate was produced in 2011. You continued to tell the story and question the president's legitimacy in 2012, 13, 14, 15, yeah. as recently as January. So the question is, what changed your Well, mind? nobody was pressing it. Nobody was caring much about it. I figured you'd ask the question tonight, of course, but nobody was caring much about it. Uh, but I was the one that got him to produce uh, the birth certificate. And I think I did a good job. <laughs> Secretary Clinton also. He's like, I want credit for the birth certificate issue. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's great. That was when he brought the accusers out. I was like, oh, my God, this is new. I mean, you know, everybody in mainstream is going to say, oh, that's not true. Look, it's true. Sidney Blumenthal sent the reporter. Uh, you just have to take a look at CNN the last week, the interview with your former campaign manager. And she was involved. But just like she can't bring back jobs, she can't produce. I'm sorry. I'm just going to follow. I will <laughs> let you respond to that because there's a lot there. But we're talking about racial healing in this segment. What do you say to Americans? Well, it was very, I say nothing. I say nothing because I was able to get him to produce it. He should have produced it a long time before. I say nothing. But let me just tell you, when you talk about healing, I think that I've developed very, very good relationships over the last little while with the African-American community. I think you can see that. And I feel that they really wanted me to come to that conclusion. He freed Kodak Black. I did a great job and a great service, not only for the country, but even for the president in getting him to produce his person. Secretary Clinton. Well, just listen to what you heard. Sounded awesome. And clearly, as Donald just admitted, he knew he was going to stand on this debate stage and Lester Holt was going to be asking us questions. So he tried to put the whole racist birther lie to bed. But it can't be dismissed that easily. He has really started his political activity based on this racist lie that our first black president was not an American citizen. True that. There was User. absolutely no evidence for it. User says, man, it's funny how much people love Trump until it was president. Snoop used to love Trump. Yeah. But Snoop is also doing WWE for Disney now. So there's something. Yeah. They're co-opting people still. You always got to. They, they're updating the roster. They're always updating the roster. He, he persisted, persisted year after year because some of his supporters, people that he was trying to bring into his fold, apparently believed it or wanted to believe it. But remember, Donald started his career back in 1973 being sued by the Justice Department for racial discrimination because he wouldn't apartments in one of his departments to African-Americans, and he made sure that the people who worked for him understood that was the policy. He actually was sued twice by the Justice Department. So he has a long record of engaging in racist behavior. <laughs> and the further lie. All right, all right, all right. If you guys go back and watch my 
some of my uh, episodes. I'm trying to think about which podcast it could have been. Could have been my base moments in hip hop history um, show. But Trump is just supporting Mike Tyson. He's supporting Michael Jackson just straight up in the media, just saying like, no, I think they're innocent. I know they're good people. Like, I know Michael Jackson very well. I don't think he ever did those terrible things. that They're trying to come after him. Same with Mike Tyson. Like, nobody with a brain believes he raped Robin Gibbons. And I'm sorry. You guys could hang me out to dry on that. Like, whatever. Mike Tyson is what he is. I don't think he was a rapist. And Trump is one of the few people to go out there and say it. So, I don't know. People need to be very wary about the things they say. Like, yay and Lil Wayne, two of the biggest powerhouses, support Trump. So, I think I think it's TBD on that one. Hurtful one. Barack Obama is a man of great dignity. And I could tell how much it bothered him and annoyed him that this was being touted and used against him. But I like to remember what Michelle Obama said in her Michael amazing speech at our Robinson. Democratic National Convention. When they go low, we go high. And Barack Obama went high, despite Donald Trump's best efforts to bring him down. Mr. Trump, you can respond, and then we're going to move I'll on. i respond. First of all, I got to watch in preparing for this some of your debates against Barack Obama. You treated him with terrible disrespect. And I watch the way you talk now about how lovely everything is and how wonderful you are. It doesn't work that way. You were after him. You were trying to. You even sent out or your campaign sent out pictures of him in a certain garb. Very famous pictures. I don't think you can deny that. But just last week, your campaign manager said it was true. So when you try to act holier than thou, it really doesn't work. It really doesn't. Now, as far as the... That's PBS News hour trying to get the highlight on that. Isn't that amazing? Wasn't that good shit right there? (laughs) I can't believe all the media just grifted off the trip the whole time. They put him on SNL. They put him on the hotline bling sketch. You know, they got all the laughs out of it. As soon as he actually won, they were just like shocked and devastated and went full mental on everybody. Right. I think this is like a very um, interesting uh, moment in our history. We saw the facade break and he's still breaking through, but we always got to be wary, especially on the cosmic show. We are always going to question the narrative over anybody's in power. So here's the CNN official interview, Donald Trump on Obama's birth. 60 CNN. This will be about two hours long. He's gone from believing President Obama was born here to doubting it, to saying Mr. Obama's original birth certificate might show that he's a Muslim. And now, tonight, for the first time, suggesting the document might be misunderstood. Republican presidential polling shows a big chunk of GOP voters are either agreeing with him or like what he's brought to the race. We wanted to talk with Trump in depth, though, about his. Let's read some comments really quick. We got some coming in. Um. John Arch says Hillary wishes she can bury the birther shit. She said until told to sit down. Oh yeah. She very much regrets that she was so power hungry. They couldn't help it. John Arch says it's the W E F W W E of mouthpieces. <laughs> User says, yeah, high off cracking PJs. <laughs> um, Hillary looking so smug before she lost the big seats. 
User says, man, 2016 feels like it wasn't that long ago. And John says, Trump winning revealed the facade of the schizos running things they shouldn't have. President Obama, point by point. Here's Michael CIA asset Cooper that, that he believes Obama was born and that, that you and other Republicans who make this an issue are making a terrible mistake by pursuing this. Well, I'm a big fan of his, and he was a big fan of mine on the same show. He was very nice. And he, you know, he's like some people that think that they should forget this Make issue. The smaller to avoid the copyright. The issue, I'd like him to show Maybe just a know. certificate because a certificate of birth you can get this is a phone interview. Live birth you can get it with a telephone. You can get it with a telephone call. But but that is the only form that the state hands out. I mean that's, that's not right. They issue a birth certificate. That's not true. And, you know the the other amazing thing is if I go to your hospital where you were born or my hospital I can tell you the room number, I can tell you the nurse's name, I can tell you how much my parents had to okay. pay. Okay, he's wrong. Okay. In my defense, I was born at home to a midwife, and I don't know what apartment I was born in. I know it was somewhere near like Martin Luther King and Van Buren in Phoenix. It was in a bad neighborhood. That's all I know. I traced out the midwife, but my mom also lied on my birth certificate about her age. Because my dad was like, what? like, I think they were worried about the age of consent laws because my mom started dating my dad when she was 16 and he was 22. And she conceived me at 17. So, yeah, she lied on my birth certificate and I could prove it. Bring me into this world, a bad day for the world. But I can do all of these things, Anderson. And nobody knows. You know, his own family is fighting over which hospital he was born in. They have no records. They have nothing. What do you mean his family is fighting? Kevin! His family, his family in Hawaii was arguing over which hospital. They Let's read his like Storm the Capitol. Stormy Daniels. Storm the border. The calm before the storm. He's talking about hurricane season. And it's not over. Disputing each other as to which hospital in Hawaii he was born in. And, you know, more importantly, his, his grandmother was saying that he was born right down <laughs> the go. road. And I'm not talking about this country. I'm talking about a totally different country. You guys still here Kenya. okay? That he was born in Kenya, down the road, in the hospital. 51 seconds go by. All of his handlers are in the room. And all of a sudden, the room is jumping up and down. And then she sort of said, I mean, Hawaii. After 51 seconds. And wait, he wait was close to getting the nomination, Anderson, so you had plenty of handlers in that room. It was like bedlam you for know, 51 seconds. That story that you're talking about originated with Thanks, a doctored John. transcript of a transatlantic phone call made by a pastor connected to a birther loyal. I mean, the lawyer. He, this guy filed an edited transcript Anderson, of the call. Anderson, why did it take 51 seconds for her to change I got, your mind? I got the tape. I'll play. Let me play what you're talking about so our viewers know. This is part of a court case. This, this birther guy was trying to make it, got thrown out of federal court, denied on appeal. The caller was saying Obama was born in Kenya. The grandmother actually corrects him and says, no, no, no he's she, born in Hawaii. That's not right. She well, acknowledged it. And then all of a sudden, 51 seconds later, she changed her mind. Well, let, let me just play this for you. Well, it doesn't. Let's talk about hey, Anderson. Was she present when he was born in Kenya? Was she present when uh, he was born? So this is conversation of President Obama's step grandmother. Was she present? This is the caller. Was she present when he was born in Kenya? Translator: Yes, she was. She says she was. She was present when Obama was born. Whereabouts? Whereabouts was he born? I, I thought he was born in Kenya. 
Do you know where he was born? I thought he was born in Kenya. I was going to go by and see where he was born. So, I mean, it's through a translator. I mean, it's a first time it was Kenya. Then all of a sudden it's Hawaii many, many seconds later. And the room was loaded up with his minions. So, I mean, (laughs) look, you know, cases could be made both ways. The way you solve it is let him produce the birth certificate, which I hear doesn't exist. This is a document, though, that the state of Hawaii no, no longer even recognizes as a legal document. They don't use the document you're talking about. They, Anderson, they recognize the certificate, certificate of live birth, which was the passport to, office uses. If you go to Hawaii, and you should because you do a great job, I'm a fan. If you go to Hawaii, you get a birth certificate. That's your primary form. A certificate of live birth. That's not birth. true. We you just know, you did can't this. Even get, we in just many did states, this. you can't even get a driver's license with a certificate of but live birth. But you can get birth. a U.S. passport. You can't get a wedding license, a marriage license. The federal government accepts it, and we did that with Mr. Trump. We just went to Hawaii. We got a birth a lot, certificate. <laughs> they tried so hard. From a guy who was born the same day as Obama. We took him to the uh, the office, we, and we were given a certificate of live birth. Are you talking about the birth. twins? Are you talking about the twins? No, we're talking about the oh, other well, guy. the twins were born, and they you should find out. They know room numbers. They know all sorts of other things that aren't in any file for Obama. You, you can't. It's get... a real problem, Anderson. Look, <laughs> what I don't understand is why the press tries to justify it. Why don't you find out what's going on? Because. He should have a birth certificate. Now, my strength is jobs. My strength is OPEC stopping, ripping us off. My strength is China and the manipulation of their currency because they're taking our jobs away from us. That's my strength. You wanted to start with this. I said it's okay. But Anderson, he can solve the problem. You know, he spent (laughs) millions of dollars on this problem with lawyers trying to stay away from it. Millions of dollars. I'm not talking about he spent $2. He spent millions of dollars with top, top lawyers fighting this issue. Why doesn't he just give his birth certificate? And I hear the birth certificate is either missing or doesn't exist. And don't forget, his governor, you know, who took a bullet for the party, his governor said he was there when he was born. I mean, give me a break, all right? He was there when he was born. (laughs) The governor, the same man, said he saw the birth certificate. So how could he see the birth certificate if now it's gone? Well, actually, the governor has not said he's seen the birth certificate. It's the former governor's health director who says she, in fact, has seen the birth certificate. We just interviewed her on camera. Why don't they show it, Anderson? Well, because they're not allowed to. Only the president. No, they are. They're not allowed to unless they have the approval. Anderson, they are not allowed to unless they have the approval of the subject. I'll give you an example. When this came up, I had to get my birth certificate, okay? <laughs> so I called the hospital. I then had the Department of Health called, and they it's totally private. They said, I'm sorry, sir, it's totally private. But you can give the approval to make it public. I said, I so give the approval. And with 24 <laughs> hours and a $38 check, because I have to pay $38. So I want to show my birth certificate. <laughs> it's a fee. Uh, they made public. It was all over the place. He can do the same thing. I agree. Why should he be held to a wanted to release it, he could do that. Why should he be held, though, to a different standard as any other citizen He's know not why? to a different standard. It says you're supposed to show your birth certificate, not a week. I have to show this shit at my bank. Or, you know, it's like one of the four forms of ID you need now. Paper known as a... a 
certificate. So, so if someone comes to work for you, similar, Mr. Trump, but with, the meaning is very different because so, a birth certificate is a much higher standard. You say it's a higher standard, but 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 it's released by the same people. I don't understand Anderson, why you would believe look, I know another you'll form. Cut a lot of this out, but if you leave no, this, this, is, this whole is, conversation, we're going, we're going a whole. lot of people, and I hope you leave the whole conversation without cutting and <laughs> cutting, because that would be a great honor to me. Because the fact is, a lot of people are troubled with this, just like I am. Yeah, but a lot the of people believe. Said that he saw the birth certificate. Now they're saying, "Oh, it wasn't a birth certificate; it was a certificate of live birth." There was supposed to be a birth certificate. I don't think it exists, Anderson. I hope it exists. But I don't <laughs> think it exists. As I said, the conversation went on for a long time. We didn't want to edit it, so we're going to have more tomorrow. You heard Donald oh, Trump. Oh man, and John Arch says Trump plowing through the scam of the Crabbler Den. <laughs> Okay, we got one more video. We're going to watch it as long as it's relevant, right? That's that's kind of the rule of the show. If it's like a long, long video. But you wouldn't believe it if I told you. I found the original uh, birth certificate press conference busted out of Maricopa County, my home county. Shout out Phoenix represent. Oh, man, what a great town. I love growing up in the 90s in those crazy weird apartments avoiding pedophiles on Halloween and swimming like in monsoon dirty like street water. Oh man, that was the that was the good old days. And I would get like these reading certificates to go to the IHOP right across the street. Mm. And I go to Smitty's, I get a sick alien action figure every time I made straight A's my report card. Maricopa County is way better than when I grew up. Those are the small things I had to look forward to growing up. But Arpaio has always been kind of a maniac, but he's also been kind of right sometimes. So he's a very complicated figure in Arizona politics, right? I think um, nationwide, he gets a lot of flack. Regionally, locally, he's a legend. Like Mexicans kind of like him. White people kind of like him. Until very recently, until the Obama grift really kicked in full force. That's that's for sure. Um, but anyway... Let's get to uh, let's get to our next video. The full press conference, Joe Arpaio, Barack Obama, birth certificate. This is from Black Ops Secrets. <laughs> you can follow it below. Maybe I should put this um, in the chat. Good afternoon. I'm Lisa Allen, the Director of Media Relations. At the moment, Sheriff Joe Arpaio and the Cold Case Posse lead investigator Mike Zulo will walk you through the latest revelations coming from an ongoing investigation into whether President Obama's birth certificate shown to the American public on the White House website in April of 2011 is an authentic or forged document. After a brief opening statement from the sheriff, Mr. Zulo will present his findings. They will be supported by a number of brief video presentations. Our hope is to keep this press conference to 60 minutes or less, plus some time for questions. I'll be in the chat, guys. Now about that question and answer period. We will answer questions about these findings only. We will not talk about other issues currently facing this sheriff or this sheriff's office during this press conference today. We will not answer any more questions about the cost 
to send one deputy to Hawaii to assist Mr. Zulo in this investigation. We have been very forthcoming about those questions. We think of the episode out We've there in the audio your questions platforms. on this topic ad nauseum. The sheriff said on March 1st he would try to do everything he could to avoid spending taxpayers' money for this investigation, but an expenditure became necessary. The posse collected donated funds in order to pay the county taxpayer back, but as you know, two board members refused to accept that donation. In recent and past TV, radio, and print news stories, many of you have failed to report that important point. In fact, much of the reporting and editorializing on this investigation has been very critical. The media oh, has demeaned go. this investigation at every turn. They made fun of us. And wasteful. Your contempt about the subject and the sheriff for pursuing it has been duly noted. We simply ask right now that you put your preconceived notions about this, listen to the facts, and if you can, keep an open mind. Here's Sheriff Arpaio. All right. Woo! Thank you. Good afternoon. Keep As underwear. you know, uh, 250 uh, citizens of this uh, valley, the state, came to me asking me as the head of a law enforcement agency to look into President Obama's birth certificate as released by the White House in April of two. He's like the people said there was only one man for the job. And I was proud to step up to call this black man a communist. 2011 on the official White House website. As we suspect, it is a fraudulent document. My original intent was to clear the president of the United States. <laughs> But the investigation can't clear him. I, our cold case posse, found far too many problems on the birth certificate. So in March of this year, I asked the cold case posse to investigate this matter. That sounds based. We reported at that time. Actually, uh, we asked uh, six months prior to that, but in March, we reported our initial results of that six-month investigation. We found that there was probable cause, probable cause to suspect the long-form birth certificate presented by the White House was fraudulent. You will also recall that we looked into the president's select service form, and we believe that that form is fraudulent. Let's go ahead and read some comments really, really quick. We'll get back to the video. User says, when they call you a conspiracy theorist, that just means you know the way. The way. John Harsh says, I was saying Obama was a tranny lover in middle schools in Virginia, so they dumped me in special ed to shut me up. <laughs> no, nah, bro, you're just special ed. It's okay. We still love you. You're probably slow in a certain subject. 
And I, uh, I'm asking, is our pile completely crazy or just old school? John says, our pile is a nutter with infrequent bouts of sanity. <laughs> I think that's a good, uh, that's a good statement. This continuing investigation has uncovered new information that deepens our concern that the birth certificate document is a forgery. In the process, we have uncovered other serious concerns you will hear about today, which should be interest on a national level. The cold case posse has worked. Cold case posse, the CCP. Even though they were stonewalled at every turn by officials in Hawaii and U.S. government agencies. Mike, here's Mike Zulo, the chief investigator, during the course of this. This is the most interesting person, I think, on the on this part today i'm going to try to take a lot of information that has come to light and come to fruition after about seven months of investigation a lot of the information that you're going to hear today excluding one wrap-up video from the march 1st conference really came about after our trip to hawaii is when everything started to gel for us i'm going to try to set the stage for you and explain oh, some things before showing the videos and try to explain some things to you after the videos. But when this is done, I am going to show you evidence that is on this long form birth certificate that has nothing to do with computer forensics. I'm going to show you information that was coded, placed on hand, in placed on the document by hand back in 1960. And I do believe that if the register who is indicated on that birth certificate is in fact the person that coded this document, we sought her, we found her, and we confirmed with her oh, the coding shit. process for federal statistics on a birth certificate issued out of the state of Hawaii. We will show you what is conflicting on this document on its face. But before I do all that, let me just go back to more. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We do a quick recap because there's some things that have been getting uh, misunderstood about what we were saying in addition. We went even further than the March 1st press conference. We had two other individuals not utilized by us prior to March 1st, Garrett Pappett, Tim Saletti Jr. Both of them independently, not knowing of each other, performed over 600 tests apiece on the long-form birth certificate doing computerized forensic analysis. They could not get the document to do what the long-form birth certificate does the PDF file released by the White House, and independent of each other, both came to the same conclusion. Oh, so shit. from a document forensic digital perspective, we believe the document has been tampered with so much so that the only way to get it to do what it does is with blatant human intervention. Well, let me show you the first is. video, and then we're going to move to more recent stuff. It is not our intention today to revisit all of the many anomalies found in the PDF file purported to contain a certified copy of Barack Obama's original long-form birth. That's what I'm saying, John. However, we would like to make the following clarification regarding our March 1st press conference. 
The cold case posse is very much aware that layers can be created when a document is optimized. In fact, we pointed out in video number four that the control document in our test contained 45 layers after being optimized. A point that seems to have been lost on some who viewed the last press conference is that the layers in the PDF file released by Barack Obama are not consistent with the types of layers produced by scanning and optimizing a document, but are instead consistent with document tampering. So when you see experts on television or the internet stating that Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate doesn't have any problems because they scanned and optimized a document and they got layers too. They are guilty of not digging deeply enough into the layers to see what types of layers were produced and how those layers differed from the layers in Barack Obama's PDF file. For example, the PDF file released by Barack Obama has eight one-bit layers and one eight-bit color background layer. This is not consistent with optimizing a document, but is consistent with tampering. Were the layers truly a result of optimization, we would have seen only one one-bit layer and multiple eight-bit background layers. Since March 1st, two experts not associated with our first press conference were brought in to review the evidence we presented that day. Before issuing an opinion, both independently ran approximately 600 separate tests. One ran tests on a machine with a Windows operating system, while the other used a Mac. These tests were performed using all forms of compression capable of creating layers and with many different software programs. Both experts came to the same conclusion independently of each other. The anomalies in the PDF file purported to be a scan of Obama's long-form birth certificate cannot be duplicated using the known forms of compression in currently available software. Let's find the real birth You'll certificate. see. Looks like pencil markings goes. with a zero, a one, and a nine. We didn't know what this was. Through a lot of research, the assistance of Dr. Corsi, who, by the way, is a Harvard PhD and trained in statistics, has taught statistics, we started to pursue leads and made the determination that these codings were actually vital statistics codings required by the federal government in 1960. These codings we learned through our investigation and then locating the mysterious UK Lee, which has plagued this thing for four years, where people were wondering who this is, we located Verna Lee. Verna Lee is 95 years old, amazingly sharp. We spoke with her, and she confirms to us what I'm going to share with you now. Back in 1960, birth certificates would come in to the central location at the Department of Health in Hawaii. They would come in in what was known as regions or batches. Those documents were taken in. Those documents were then looked at by a human being. This is 1960. <coughs> and they were coded by hand with numerals. That meant something to the federal government. The federal government required this because they would take that coded information, which is of a numeric value, and they would use it on magnetic tape. 
for their census records and, and other statistical records that they needed. This document would have been coded, and then according to Mrs. Lee, the document would have been rechecked by another employee of Department of Health, then signed by the register. In this case, what it looks to be on this document, it should have been VK Lee, it's UK Lee is what it looks like, signed by her. Then the documents were placed in a secured office where they were numbered in sequence using date of occurrence and or time, whatever happened first. From a specific batch or specific location, Kapolani Hospital, the county of Hawaii, that would be one batch. A route. A little bit more. Number nine. Switch it up. Under race of the father, where it states African. It also points out, I believe that's business or, or place of employment. I can't say I don't have my glasses on, excuse me. It has a number nine. We didn't know what the number nines meant. But what we did know is when we looked at the Nordyke documents, which are on the second easel over there, they were coded different. They were coded with the number one. We still didn't know what it meant. Going to Hawaii proved to be extremely fruitful for us. Dr. Corsi agreed to come with us to Hawaii, paying his own way for the sole purpose of doing research for us to try to determine what these numbers were and what they meant. Dr. Corsi went to the state archives, and he went to the Supreme Court Library in Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii, to do some of the research. We've discovered what the coding of number nine means, and I'll explain the significance to you mean? after we watch this next video. Some of these videos, they're fast moving, but they are designed that way because we want people to watch them over and over again, and they will be available for download later. When the PDF file containing what we're told is a certified copy of Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate was released, many were curious as to the meaning of the strange pencil markings found throughout the document. It's now known that these markings indicate a document has been coded for vital statistics recording purposes. Though states were paid only pennies per document by the federal government for their work, the task was well worth the effort as federal funding was and still is tied to population. In order to decipher these codes, the cold case posse obtained information from the 1961 Vital Statistics Instructions Manual for Births. Please note that the number nine was the code used to indicate that an answer to a particular question was not stated. This puts some of the information on the certified copy of Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate in conflict with the written code. Or perhaps stated another way, the document is essentially in conflict with itself in two places. We call your attention to boxes 9 and 12B. Both of these boxes have been coded with a number 9, meaning that the information was not provided by the applicant. If the applicant didn't provide the information, why did these boxes have information in them? Based on the coding on Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate, it should have looked like this, but it does not. Box 9 has always been highly scrutinized because most suspected the term African was not used as a race identifier in 1961. <laughs> Correct. It was, in fact, not used by the federal government until 1989. Hilarious. Some might ask if the clerk coding this document simply made a mistake in good. boxes 9 and 12B. 
it should be pointed out that it was the policy of the Hawaiian Department of Health to have coding reviewed by a second deputy clerk. The odds of the mistake are therefore greatly reduced. A review of the coding indicates that all other codes on Barack Obama's long-form birth certificate that are legible correspond perfectly to the codes listed in the 1961 manual. The codes listed in the manual also correspond perfectly to the coding on the Nordyke twins' long-form birth certificates. We are therefore confident that the codes used on Barack Obama's 1961 long-form birth certificate were taken from this manual. So, in addition to the electronic evidence that the document has been tampered with, we now have supporting evidence provided by the vital statistics codes found directly on the document. All right, guys, we gotta we gotta move on. That's a good, that's an incredible video. I uh, I shared the link to that earlier. Let me see if I can find it. This is where you can find that. Make sure you copy and paste that from the comments, or just right now take a picture of it so you can find the find where you uh, where I seen this so you can see it. Let's put it that way. Let's get into the extra sketchy stuff, right? We want to start talking about the uh, we want to talk about the bathhouses, right? What a, we want to talk about the extra spicy, uh, sordid love affairs that he's had and the viability behind these accusations or not, right? Let's go ahead and check out this first article right here from akashmanews.com. But before we do that, one more time, like, comment, share, subscribe this video. I will ask again at the very end of the show. Of course, you got to hit all the plugs. But if you're still with me, make sure you tell other folks that might have dipped out. Hey, we're going to start talking about, like, look, he got people murdered, bro. We could do some of that cool stuff. Let's check out this article right here. Why Obama is subjected to blackmails. Special report. Obama and Emanuel, members of the same gay bathhouse club in Chicago. It's now defunct. It is now defunct. But let's read into this. Wayne Madsen, August 8th, 2010. President Obama's chief of staff, Rahm Emanuel, are lifetime members of the same gay bathhouse in uptown Chicago, according to informed sources of Chicago's gay community, as well as veteran political sources in the city. The bathhouse, man's country, I've confirmed the existence of this. This did used to exist as recently as two years ago. Caters to older white men, and it has been in business for some 30 years. It is known as one of uptown Chicago's, quote, Grand old bathhouses, unquote. WMR was told by sources who are familiar with the bathhouse that it provides one-year, quote, lifetime, unquote, memberships to paying customers at the club's computerized files and pre-computer paper files include membership information for both Obama and Emmanuel. The data is anonymized as possible for confidentiality purposes. However, sources close to man's country believe the U.S. Secret Service has purged the computer and filing cabinet of the membership data on Obama and Emmanuel. Let's see if we have some comments here right now. <laughs> John's like, dope. <laughs> He's just happy that we found this. All right. 
Members of Man's Country also issued club ID cards. WMR learned that Obama and Emmanuel possessed the ID cards, which were required for entry. Obama began frequenting Man's Country in the mid-1990s during the time he transitioned from a lecturer at the University of Chicago Law School to his election as Illinois State Senator in 1996. Emmanuel, that's a pretty quick, that's a pretty quick move. Emmanuel reportedly joined Man's Country after he left the Clinton White House and moved back to Chicago in 1998, joining the investment firm of Wasserstein, Prella, and maintaining his membership during the 2002 campaign for the U.S. 5th District House seat vacated by Rod Blagojevich, who was elected governor. Man's Country appears to be a, quote, one-stop shopping center for gay men. The club's website advertises steam rooms, fantasy rooms, bedrooms, male strippers, adult movies, and lockers. However, Man's Country was not the only location for Obama's predatory gay sex activities. The Chicago gay community is aware that Obama often made contacts with younger men at his famous, quote, pickup basketball games. It was at these pickup matches where Obama first met Emmanuel, a young Democratic campaign worker and senior bank vice president named Alexei Giannoulias. Currently running for Obama's old U.S. Senate seat, that's now in 2010, so you know, now occupied by Roland Burris, Giannoulias successfully ran for Illinois Treasury in 2006 after being drafted for the run by Chicago's Democratic machine. The Bogoyevich trials, sex lies, and audio tapes Fitzgerald's U.S. Attorney's Office part of White House cover-up of gay sex in the Second City. That's the subheadline. Giannullius was the vice president and senior loan officer for his father's bank, Broadway Bank, from 2002 to 2006. Broadway Bank made real estate loans to Antonin Resco, the chief of Resmar Corporation. On May 13, 2008, Resco was found guilty after being indicted by a grand jury at the behest of the U.S. Attorney for Northern Illinois, Patrick J. Fitzgerald, of six counts of wire fraud, six counts of mail fraud, two counts of corrupt solicitation, and two counts of money laundering. Resco has also been in solitary confinement at the Metropolitan Detention Center at Van Buren and Clark in Chicago since June 2008. However, Resco has not yet been officially sentenced to a federal prison. A Syrian-American, Resco is considered to be a flight risk, even though his one-time fortune of $50 million has been reduced to zero. One Republican politician in Chicago told WMR that Resco will be a prime witness for Blagojevich's defense. Figure it this way. This is a quote here. Resco has been in solitary confinement in the city jail since June of 2008. If he is released to appear at Blagojevich's trial as the primary witness, everyone expects him to squeal like a pig, unquote, said the Republican Politico. In 2005, Resco reportedly engaged in a complicated real estate flip through which his wife, Rita, and Obama agreed to split an empty lot adjoining a home that Obama bought in Chicago's Kenwood District. The deal saw Obama buy the home for $1.65 million, which is awarded $300,000 below market value. Obama then bought a strip of the adjoining property from Mrs. Resco, a speculative deal that stood to make Obama a handsome profit. Since Resco's conviction, the property has reportedly gone into bankruptcy. Giannullius's Broadway Bank was seized by the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation on April 23, 2010, 
Reportedly, as Secretary of Treasury Tim Geithner was on his way to Chicago to present the bank with a bailout check, Geithner quickly changed his plans. Giannullius, Broadway's then-senior loan officers, denied being involved in the decision to loan money to Resco. Blagojevich's trial judge, U.S. District Court Judge James Zagel, a crony of former Illinois Republican Governor Jim Thompson, ruled that all 500 hours of phone calls intercepted and taped by Fitzgerald could not be played during Blagojevich's trial as demanded by Blagojevich and his defense lawyers. Blagojevich demanded that Fitzgerald show up in court, explain to everybody why you don't want those tapes you made played in court. We can't read all that. We're going to go ahead and get into some crazier shit. Let's talk about certain people's alleged murders and um, affairs, right? Here's the pastor, a former pastor, I think, at Trinity Church. Pastor James Manning, this is a very important program because the issue of Barack Obama's sex and drug abuse are now beginning to take root in this society. Albeit small, it is beginning to be noticed. The globe is in, in God only knows how many tens of thousands of stores in this country, maybe hundreds of thousands. This is the second issue they've done on, uh, on the Larry Sinclair story. I would expect that Pastor James Manning's story will be perhaps in Remember the Jeremiah following Wright, episode the guy of in the this picture? Uh, publication and its coverage of the story. So with respect to your earlier comment that you're surprised that Larry Sinclair is, is still alive, is safety to be found, Pastor Manning, in publicizing issues like this? Some people say the more people that know, the better. Well, I, you know, I'm, I suppose I'm ambivalent about the answer to that question, mainly because the at the level at which uh, I am speaking, but more specifically what Larry Sinclair is saying, uh, because he's talking about a personal uh, sexual experience with mm-hmm. the senator, mm-hmm. uh, and that is far more condemning than the information that I can present. Uh, so therefore, his life is definitely uh, at stake. I think that there there is no safety uh, for for Larry, not even in a, in a large number of people coming forward. Historically, you don't get a large number of people coming who do know information such as what? Uh, this is one of the folks that ended up dead after um, saying they uh, sold Barack Obama. Larry knows, and, 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 and every choir member in Trinity United Church of Christ knows in Chicago, and people mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. the south side of Chicago knows as well. They don't come forward. I mean, they just don't come forward on issues like this. And then it isn't just the fact of, of fearing for death, but you have a large number of people who sympathize with the, with the senator. And feel that well, you know, we'll just wink at his weaknesses. One person, several people have written to me and said, "Okay, we know he's got skeletons in his closet. Leave him alone. He's going to do great things." There's no one running for office who doesn't have skeletons in their closet. I've heard the same uh, rationale before too. And yeah. In point of fact, some people are now to the point, and I think it's because this society has been bathed in in sexual excess of all kinds and drug excesses of all kinds for so long. They say, so 
what? He could still be a great president. That shouldn't Absolutely. disqualify him. And, I, and that's a very lamentable commentary on America. Well, I get a lot of that. And uh, and then, of course, the people and, 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 and the circles in which Barack has traveled, uh, you, you're talking about the African-American people. And for them to turn him in, there, there should be a loyalty to the uh, to Obama by black people, no matter mm-hmm. what he has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not betray him. But there are people who are willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that nothing hinders this perhaps great and historical moment mm-hmm. for black people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, you have to remember they are closely webbed in sexual deviancies out of the Trinity Church. Oh, shit. Right. Here we go. Uh, I think Americans need to understand that there is, especially in the inner cities, an absolute ferocity uh, supporting Barack Hussein Obama. And uh, this is a rather unusual DLC. configuration in American politics because these, these people, many of them, will, on their own, without being encouraged, do, as you say, almost anything to further the interests of their hero. And that is a very dangerous political issue. Most assuredly. Uh, and it's going to become increasingly so uh, as we move towards the end of the primary, uh, if there is any attempt uh, to derail uh, the Obama candidacy and a number of, uh, of, of, of high-ranking uh, Democratic officials have declared that there will be riots in the street if, if somehow or another this, this pr- proposed nomination is taken away from him. But that having been said, if someone comes forward, and for whatever reasons I think that people have respected me as a black preacher and one who's been in the community of Harlem for 27 years, so I've gotten a little bit of slack and respect because I'm just giving out information. Larry mm-hmm. Sinclair's situation is different. His mm-hmm. way is far graver than mine. If, uh, if you could sit down uh, face-to-face with Barack Hussein Obama uh, for, for half an hour, an hour, what would you tell him? I'll tell him how dangerous he is, and, and 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 I would ask him to try to hear the sufferings of black people, to, to hear the sufferings of the women, the black women who lay awake at night, uh, who don't have a husband or man, but have two to three children, who are struggling to support them, uh, to try to hear the 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 the, the, the weepings and the laments. And, 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 and to try to understand that there, there is, there is tremendous pain. The black woman, uh, is perhaps the most ill-treated, most painful woman on the planet today. Nobody knows the trouble she sees mm-hmm. raising children, paying the bills. And I'll try to explain to the senator that what he is doing is that he is offering a false hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does not relate. He doesn't understand. The, the, and I can appreciate that, uh, Jeff. My problem is the, the larger problem I see, and the, one of the reasons that I started on this campaign, is that the black nation can't understand that he doesn't understand that, that they, they, don't under, they, they don't perceive that he is so alienated from them, so outside, so ostracized away from who they are, all their concerns, and that he will never reach in to touch them. And so they're giving themselves wholeheartedly over to a fairy tale. It just doesn't mean a thing, and it's only going to bring more pain and more disappointment uh, 
in his candidacy. So oh. that, that, that's my problem. And the other thing is, is that, you know, the black nation have routinely been made wrong choices with their leaders over the last 50 years, which brought us to the office. That, that's a very important yeah. point, which I'd like to explore with <laughs> this you. This guy's awesome. Another- I want to know more about that preacher. All right, guys, one more video. We are going to look at Mr. Sinclair's testimony on Twitter. One more time, like, comment, share, subscribe. This is a big uh, thank you guys for sticking out the whole way through. Let me go ahead and, you know, I got to get back on Twitter because I accidentally exited out. But drop your final comments in the chats that you want read, you know, to everybody out there. And we will interact. Let's see. I'm almost there. Got a few more seconds. Nice. People think it's been fun. That's what John Arch says. Um, Let me find. Yeah, last video. I, I don't even think I saved it on here, but we'll be able to find it on Twitter. Don't worry. I have two accounts and I got to whittle them down. So I'm not checking both all the time every day. Let's see. This is the nine minute long version. That's the one I want. Oh, here we go. We got it. Boom. From his own words, Larry Sinclair claims to have done drugs and had sex with Obama when he was a state senator in 1999. He wrote a book about two encounters. He was sued for defamation, but the judge tossed these, which means the judge did not think Sinclair was lying. Uh, Mr. Sinclair, could you explain why, if this incident happened in 1919, in 2007 or 2008 to come forward. It's a question of credibility, sir. Why didn't you come forward back in uh, 1999 or 2000? Well, number one, in 1999, I really didn't care whether he was a senator or not, to be honest with you, I wasn't resident. It's not great audio. Um, as far as right now, um, I was living in Mexico until 2006. It really was of no interest to me. New Mexico? I know plenty of politicians, both locally and internationally, that you know, are pretty much crooked. Um, the whole issue was based on his drug use and his claim that he had not used drugs since his college days, and that was the whole issue that brought this forward. New Mexico. Next question, sir. Are you receiving any uh, financial support for your efforts from anyone? And if so, does any, do any of those people have connections to the Republican Party? I can, I'm glad you asked that question. Number one, I am not connected with any party, Republican, Independent, Libertarian, Democratic, none, nor are anybody that are contributing to the cost and the expense of this. Every penny that has gone to pay for this press conference, my travel expenses, have come from average American citizens, most of them actually, according to their own statements, are declared independence. In the sums of from $12.31 to $100 each. What is Veritas Federal Media and what role do they have in uh, this revenue of the camera improvement back? 
the media company you just requested, what is it? It's exactly what I just answered this gentleman. It represents every individual person. It's not a company, in all honesty. It was established as an email address when I arrived here for the Democratic National Committee's bylaws and rules. Rules and rules. Okay, I did. I did. It's not a company. It is nothing more than a name to represent all of the individuals across this country that have helped get this story out. Let's go back. Would you be willing to um, would you be willing to share your mental health records with the public? Actually, I'm going to post later this afternoon a list of all of my doctors going back through all of the medical records that She's like, will you give up your right to HIPAA to prove you're not lying about this? 1999, anyone with valid, legitimate press credentials that wants to check my mental health history, I will be more than willing to sign an authorized medical release for that person. Will we get more than 30 minutes? Huh? More than 30 minutes? More than 30 minutes of what? Uh, what the document. Well, actually, if, you, uh, if, if you're a valid press and you want me to release my psychiatric records, I'll release them to you as long as you pay for them. I have nothing. Good. It was a joke. It was about the king in 30 minutes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can tell where I'm at today. <laughs> uh, yes, Mr. Sinclair. Uh, uh, will you state uh, whether you had sexual relations with any other politicians here today? Actually, yes. Come up with Larry, uh, Senator Larry Craig. For the record, I have not been engaged or involved with any other politicians. In fact, at the time that I met Senator Obama, I had no idea that he was actually in Illinois politics. All right, everybody, that's the best place to end it. That's from the horse's mouth, Larry Sinclair. Tell me what you think about this episode. If you like this video version, please go to Spotify. Give me a five-star rating. I'm at a 2.6 star on there, you know. Had low interaction because they, I just blasted out there and I don't advertise what I'm about. But, you know, go over there. Give me a five-star rating if you are motivated to. And we will talk to you later. Thank you, guys. Peace.